Raggedy Ann by Johnny Gruel. Marcella liked to play up in the attic at Grandma's quaint old house, way out in the country, for there were so many old forgotten things to find up there. One day, when Marcella was up in the attic and had played with the old spinning wheel until she had grown tired of it, she curled up on an old horsehair sofa to rest. I wonder what is in the barrel way back in that corner, she thought, as she jumped from the sofa and climbed over two dusty trunks to the barrel standing back under the eaves. It was quite dark back there, so when Marcella had pulled a large bundle of things from the barrel, she took them over to the dormer window, where she could see better. There was a funny little bonnet with long white ribbons. Marcella put it on. In an old leather bag, she found a number of tin types of queer-looking men and women in old-fashioned clothes. And there was one picture of a very pretty little girl with long curls tied tightly back from her forehead and wearing a long dress and queer pantaloons which reached to her shoe tops. And then out of the heap, she pulled an old rag doll with only one button eye and a painted nose and a smiling mouth. Her dress was of soft material, blue with pretty little flowers and dots all over it. Forgetting everything else in the happiness of her find, Marcella caught up the rag doll and ran downstairs to show it to Grandma. Well, well, where did you find it? Grandma cried. It's old Raggedy Ann, she went on as she hugged the doll to her chest. I had forgotten her. She has been in the attic for 50 years, I guess. Well, well, dear old Raggedy Ann. I will sew another button on her right away. And Grandma went to the machine drawer and got her needle and thread. Marcella watched the sewing while Grandma told how she had played with Raggedy Ann when she was a little girl. Now, Grandma laughed, Raggedy Ann, you have two fine shoe button eyes, and with them you can see the changes that have taken place in the world while you have been shut up for so long in the attic. For Raggedy Ann, you have a new playmate, and I hope you both will have as much happiness together as you and I used to have. Then Grandma gave Raggedy Ann to Marcella, saying very seriously, Marcella, let me inch you to introduce you to my very dear friend, Raggedy Ann. Raggedy, this is my granddaughter, Marcella. And Grandma gave the doll a twitch with her fingers in such a way that the rag doll nodded her head to Marcella. Oh, Grandma, thank you ever and ever so much, Marcella cried as she gave Grandma a hug and a kiss. Raggedy Ann and I will just have loads of fun. And this is how Raggedy Ann joined the doll family at Marcella's house, where she began the adventures of Raggedy Ann. One day, the dolls were left all to themselves. Their little mistress had placed them all around the room and told them to be nice children while she was away. And there they sat and never even so much as wiggled a finger until Marcella had left the room. Then the soldier doll turned his head and solemnly winked at Raggedy Ann. And when the front gate clicked and the dolls knew they were alone in the house, they all scrambled to their feet 
now let's have a good time, cried the tin soldier. Let's all go in search of something to eat. Yes, let's all go in search of something to eat, cried all the other dolls. When Marcella had me out playing with her this morning, said Raggedy Ann, she carried me by a door near the back of the house and I smelled something which smelled as if it would taste delicious. Then you lead the way, Raggedy Ann, cried the French doll. I think it would be a good plan to elect Raggedy Ann as our leader on this expedition, said the Indian doll. At this, all the other dolls clapped their hands together and shouted, Hooray! Raggedy Ann will be our leader. So Raggedy Ann, very proud indeed to have the confidence and love of all the other dolls, said that she would be very glad to be their leader. Follow me, she cried, as her wobbly legs carried her across the floor at a lively pace. The other dolls followed, racing around the house until they came to the pantry door. This is the place, cried Raggedy Ann, and sure enough, all the dolls smelled something which they knew must be very good to eat. But none of the dolls was tall enough to open the door, and although they pushed and pulled with all their might, the door remained closed. The dolls were talking and pulling and pushing, and every once in a while one would fall over and the other ones would step on her in their efforts to open the door. Finally, Raggedy Ann drew away from the others and sat down on the floor. When the other dolls discovered Raggedy Ann sitting there, running her rag hands through her yarn hair, they knew she was thinking. Shh, shh. They said to each other and quietly went over near Raggedy Ann and sat down in front of her. There must be a way to get inside, said Raggedy Ann. Raggedy says there must be a way to get inside, cried all the dolls. I can't seem to think clearly today, said Raggedy Ann. It feels as if my head were ripped. At this, the French doll ran to Raggedy Ann and took off her bonnet. Yes! There is a rip in your head, Raggedy, she said, and pulled a pin from her skirt and pinned up Raggedy's head. It's not a very neat job, for I got some puckers in it, she said. Oh, that is ever so much better, cried Raggedy Ann. Now I can think quite clearly. Now Raggedy can think quite clearly, cried all the dolls. My thoughts must have leaked out the rip before said Raggedy Ann. They must have leaked out before, dear Raggedy, cried all the other dolls. Now that I can think so clearly, said Raggedy Ann, I think the door must be locked, and to get in we must unlock it. That will be easy, said the Dutch doll, who says Mama when he is tipped backward and forward, for we will have the brave tin soldier shoot the key out of the lock. I can easily do that, cried the tin soldier as he raised his gun. Oh, Raggedy Ann, cried the French doll, please do not let him shoot. No, said Raggedy Ann, we must think of a quieter way. After thinking quite hard for a moment, Raggedy Ann jumped up and said, I have it, and she caught up the jumping jack and held him up to the door. Then Jack slid up his stick and unlocked the door. Then the dolls all pushed the door and it swung open. My, such a scramble. The
the dolls piled over one another in their desire to be the first at all the goodies. They swarmed upon the pantry shelves and in their eagerness spilled a pitcher of cream which ran all over the French doll's dress. The Indian doll found some cornbread and dipping it in the molasses, he sat down for a good feast. A jar of raspberry jam was overturned and the dolls ate all of this until their faces were purple. The tin soldier fell from the shelf three times and bent one of his tin legs, but he scrambled right back up again. Never had the dolls had so much fun and excitement, and they had all eaten their fill when they heard the click of the front gate. They did not take time to climb from the shelves, but all rolled or jumped off to the floor and scrambled back to their room as fast as they could run, leaving a trail of breadcrumbs and jam along the way. Just as Marcella came into the room, the dolls dropped in whatever position they happened to be in. This is funny, cried Marcella. They were all left sitting in their places around the room. I wonder if Fido has been shaking them up. Then she saw Raggedy Ann's face and picked her up. Why, Raggedy Ann, you are all sticky. I do believe you are covered with jam. And Marcella tasted Raggedy Ann's hand. Yes, it's jam. Shame on you, Raggedy Ann. You've been in the pantry and all the others too. And with this, the dolls mistress dropped Raggedy Ann on the floor and left the room. When she came back, she had an apron and her sleeves were rolled up. She picked up all the sticky dolls and putting them in a basket, she carried them out under the apple tree in the garden. There she placed her little tub and wringer and she took the dolls one at a time and scrubbed them with a scrubbing brush and soaked them up and down and this way and that in the suds until they were clean. Then she hung them all out on the clothesline in the sunshine to dry. There the dolls hung all day, swinging above as the breeze swayed the clothesline. I do believe she scrubbed my face so hard she wore off my smile, said Raggedy Ann after an hour of silence. No, it's still there, said the tin soldier as the wind twisted him around so he could see Raggedy but I do believe my arms will never work without squeaking they feel so rusted, he added. Just then the wind twisted the little Dutch doll and loosened his clothespins so that he fell to the grass below with a sawdusty bump. And as he rolled over, he said, Mama, in a squeaky voice. Late in the afternoon, the back door opened and the little mistress came out with a table and chairs. After setting the table, she took all the dolls from the line and placed them about the table. They had lemonade with grape jelly in it, which made it a beautiful lavender color, and a little baby teeny weeny cookies with powdered sugar on them. After this lovely dinner, the dolls were taken in the house where they had their hairbrush and nice clean nightgown put on. Then they were placed in their beds and Marcella kissed each one goodnight and tiptoed from the room. As the dolls lay as still as mice for a few minutes, then Raggedy Ann raised up on her cotton stuffed elbows and said, I have been thinking. Shh, said all the other dolls. 
Raggedy has been thinking. Yes, said Raggedy Ann, I have been thinking. Marcella gave us a nice dinner out under the trees to teach us a lesson. She wished us to know that we could have all the goodies we wished whenever we wished if we behaved ourselves. And our lesson was that we must never take without asking what we could always have for the asking. So let us all remember and try never again to do anything which might cause those who love us any unhappiness. Let us all remember, chimed all the other dolls. And Raggedy Ann, with a merry twinkle in her shoe button eyes, lay back in her little bed, her cotton head filled with thoughts of love and happiness.